Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit CARON.org slash lost. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Coming down the aisle, it's time to farm. Who the hell are you to tell the top anything? Yeah! He has broken it! And that's the bottom line. I've got the stop on profile like never before. Woo! Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kisseler hanging out with... Katie Dirks. Yo, Katie. How are you, bud? What up? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited because we have a pay-per-view this weekend that we must talk about all elite wrestling. They are going to grace us with their presence. It's going to be in the Jaguar Stadium, and I cannot wait A lot of action is in store. AEW has done a great job of leading up to all of this. Obviously, we're going to see Cody Rhodes go against Lance Archer. I believe that's going to be the main event. I don't know. It could also be this stadium. This stadium stampede match could also be the main event. I feel like this card has like eight possible main events. I'm super excited. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure what we're going to get, and I'm okay with it. Dude, I don't want to know anymore. I just feel like we've been able to predict the future, well, pretty horribly, yeah. but I, I'm i expecting something as unique <laughs> as what we got with my big Otis winning money in the bank. I'm going to try to go over for however many matches. I'm going to be wrong on every single one of them this week. Ap- well, hey, you know what? Welcome to the Ben Kissel Club. That's what it stands for. Being wrong, but if you ever are right, you can just gloat forever. That's all I do. I know That's the true. one time I've ever been right, and I will, I will rub it in. <laughs> Nonstop until I die. Um, well, sad segue. But speaking of se- uh, speaking of death, um, oh, R.I.P. Chad uh, Gaspard. <laughs> she uh, he uh, passed away, which was very very devastating and, and super sad. He was a great wrestler. This story is absolutely tragic and heartbreaking, and and kind of, and rippled across the industry much further than I thought it would. Or I expected it. I didn't realize the impact that um, Shad had on so many people and how many um, incredible performers that he'd helped along the way and stuff like that. Like he just seems like such a nice guy. I had never met him. A bunch of our like a bunch of our mutual friends seem to have been close with him. He was in uh, Birds of Prey. Did you know that? I did not know that Harley Quinn movie. Yeah, he was in like one of the one of the end shots of Birds of Prey. Uh, and I only knew that just because I follow the director on Twitter, uh, and she like spoke out and sent her condolences to the family. It's just such a it is that is a heartbreaking story. Yeah, that's super sad. Shad Gaspard, uh, he passed away. He got caught up in a rip uh, in a riptide. His child was saved, so that is good news. 
but you got to be careful. This is a Ben Kissel PSA. You got to be super careful when you're battling the ocean because that ocean doesn't care how much fun you want to have. It wants to suck you down and feed you to the bloop. I don't know where you go once you get sucked down in there, but it can't be fun. I damn near died when I was in Florida, Katie. Oh my gosh. The first time I was visiting my folks, I got absolutely hammered because I was in Florida. And, you know, you got to do it because it's like every time you go to a city for the first time, you got to let that city know if you can't handle me at my drunk, you don't even deserve me on my business trip. So I went to Florida on vacation. I'm getting hammered. I'm going to this bar uh, outside of the airport. There was a woman doing things with ping pong balls that I don't feel comfortable sharing right now. In Florida, not surprising. Nasty. And guys were putting them in their mouths afterward. It got nasty. And I was like, I am in Florida. Checks out. All of this checks out. They close down the bars. It's like 3 o'clock in the morning. I run down to the ocean. I take off all of my clothes like the Undertaker in his last match. I leave my sh- I leave my little hat on top of my clothes and I run into the ocean. And if I was not exactly 6 foot 7, I would have been swept away like Leonardo no. DiCaprio in the film Titanic. I would have been blo- bloop food. So thank God I am as tall as I am because I did not realize high tide it ain't like weed. Nothing chill about it extremely dangerous so psa be careful when going into the water specifically during high tide yeah and the currents here have been i guess pretty aggressive i even this morning just on my way home i was out running errands (laughs) on my way home i just saw like notices that down in manhattan beach they were doing another search and rescue for someone else that got swept out in a riptide so just Mm. be careful just be careful. Swim a parallel. You're supposed to swim parallel to the to the shore. That's what they say. Hopefully somebody got rescued by uh, a Pamela Anderson lookalike as she ran to the beach in slow motion. I don't know how they're getting there so fast if they run in slow motion, but they always seem to get to the person in time, at the very least, on the classic <laughs> TV show, Baywatch. Well, before we get to AEW's Double or Nothing, which is the pay-per-view... I guess, brother to the pay-per-view that Katie and I met at, which was also Double or Nothing. I guess this is Double yeah. or Nothing too. This is our one-year, it's our one-year meat anniversary. It's our one-year meat anniversary, which is amazing because we also ate a lot of meat and we got hammered and it was incredible because we, we were in Vegas. We are going back to Vegas, by the way, as soon as we can. I genuinely said, and I never thought these words would come out of my mouth in such a genuine fashion, but I said, I'm, oh. I miss Vegas. Dude. And I was like, what's wrong with me? Vegas is the worst, but I miss it. Vegas is not the worst. Vegas is where you get to see every aspect of human emotion. You get to see the person uh, going double or nothing and winning just as we did uh, last year. I felt like we won double or nothing. It was so incredible. And then you get to see the person that I saw at five o'clock in the morning sitting at a slot machine, 50-year-old man, maybe 55 just weeping. And I said, what must have happened to that man? A college fund perhaps gone down the craps table? Something went horribly wrong. But for some reason, I was just stoned enough to be like, I'm happy I saw this. I'm happy I saw this man at his lowest point because God knows around 9 p.m. you see people at their highest point. But if you stick around long enough, you'll see that same person. Woo. It really is. It really is. It's a roller coaster. 
It is a roller coaster. Well, speaking of roller coasters, Drew Gulak. This is an interesting story because, of course, you'll remember Drew Gulak. Drew Gulak in the I hate the name, but it is what it is. Drew Gulak. It's n- Sounds it's like something good, your mother forces you to eat. No, it is not. <laughs> but he has been released. Uh, by the WWE. I am surprised by this because, of course, Drew was very, very tight with Mighty Mouse himself, uh, Daniel Bryan. And he was under the tutelage of Daniel Bryan. Of course, Daniel Bryan under the tutelage of Shawn Michaels. Seemed like Drew had a little bit of clout. They had a great, great match uh, very recently, about a month, month and a half ago. Drew was starting to appear more on television. I am a little bit surprised that WWE kicked him to the curb like a chihuahua that can no longer bark. Yeah, reports are are a little vague, but they just let his contract run out. I was surprised that they let his contract run out and still put him on television like the Friday before his, his... you know, expiration date. With no indication that that was going to be the last time that we saw him perform. Nope. It was just like, so I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know if he is in, I don't know if he's liked well enough or is known well enough around the, the indie circle to make the jump and do the AEW. Because now at this point, AEW has their pick of the litter. The pick of their moneymakers, and Drew wasn't really a moneymaker for WWE. So why... But I guess neither was I guess neither was Brody Lee. So who knows? Well, we will see. I have a prediction when it comes to the ladder match. Uh, there might be. Well, there definitely will be a surprise guest, and I have a prediction on who that will be. Uh, so we will talk about that a little bit later. So Gulak, he started in 2016. Uh, he was the cruiserweight division. He was in the cruiserweight division. The often uh, forgot about 205 Live, which I, as I've no. talked about on this show. Those dudes, like Drew Maverick, like we're seeing with Drew Maverick, those dudes are good. Drake. Drake Maverick. I'm sorry. Like we're seeing with Drake yeah. Maverick, uh, those dudes are good, man. Those guys, they they have an immense amount of skill. And, of course, if you ever go see WWE Live, I believe it's Monday Night Raw, maybe it's SmackDown. Uh, either way, 205 Live starts after three hours of you watching wrestling. Okay. So very few people stick around. And not a lot of people know, like, that's how it's booked. So these guys just go out to an arena full of people who are already exhausted from wrestling. No more food is being served. There's no alcohol to be served. Yeah. You just have to perform for ho-hum people because they've been there for the majority of their night already. Totally. And it's and like it it's it's just such a WWE move <laughs> to like force feed more wrestling. On it a, really on a, is. You're really being held hostage as a fan because eh. I I always have like fan guilt. I feel. Oh yeah. I like if I'm I paid for a, a I've paid for a ticket. I'm gonna go to the show. I'm gonna stay till the very end. And nine times out of nine times out of ten, I'm there till the lights come on. Right. And uh, but then they throw this other show at you, and I have I have fan guilt. So I'm like, well, I paid for the ticket. I'm getting more stuff, and these guys are performing. Like I I don't want to not I don't want to I I always feel bad walking out like in the middle of the show. I always stay for one match, and then I slowly I literally in my head I'm like. I'm just going to go to the bathroom. And I say that out loud to myself, and I know I'm not coming back, but I try to get out free, guilt-free, by just being like, after I go to the bathroom, I'm like, well, now I'm just so close to the front door. Isn't that amazing? You try to Irish goodbye. Yeah, a I Irish show. goodbye, a WWE event. 
So he won the cruiserweight uh, championship at stomping grounds on June 23rd of last year. It seemed like the sky was the limit for Gulak, but evidently not, uh, not high enough for WWE, despite the fact again, that Daniel Bryant was firmly in his section. They put on a hell of a match and, uh, yeah, I guess, uh, Drew Gulak, we will see where he goes. He definitely is leaving mm-hmm. WWE better off than when he came though, because I never heard of this guy before. And now if I, if he did appear on impact, if he did show up on ROH, uh, if he did make an appearance on AEW, I would be like, that's Gulak. I know this guy. So for I know him, that guy. for him, I mean, I guess no love lost and go on to bigger and better things. Go live your life, Drew. I agree. I agree. <laughs> Woo. So speaking of not living their lives once again, Owen Hart, if you have not seen wow, this you documentary. Are, you are like king of the segues today. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, buddy. They're just they're just flowing today. If you have not seen the Owen Hart documentary on Vice, Dark Side of the Ring, which I think was the side of the ring that he hit when he fell from the rafters. Oof. It is brutal this was maybe the most brutal that i have seen of the dark side of the ring series they have been great by the way and you know me i'm not a vice fan um the ratings are evidently horrible they're getting on a good day like 0.18 you're really good for vice but they're terrible in the grand scheme of ratings like horrible but if you have not seen the owen hart dark side of the ring highly recommend it obviously we all know how it ends but you might not know what a talent Owen Hart was in his yeah. early days. He was the youngest of the Hart family, basically came out and everyone, even though he was the youngest, even though everyone's like, yeah, the Hart family, they're a good, they're a good family. They're a great dynasty family in pro wrestling. Even with all of that pressure, people saw him and were like, that dude's spectacular. He's the one. He's he the chosen the one. one. Yeah, to to take to take the reins of of the of the dynasty when you know Brett moves on or does whatever he's going to do. He was next in line. What I thought was so interesting, it seems to me, like Owen was a better wrestler than Brett in the sense of high flying action. Yeah, in just the uh, his ability to move, he seemed more athletic than Brett. But you know, Vince, he didn't like his look. And Owen, I guess, struggled a little bit to emote a uh, a fantastic character. And that's why Brett got the move. Right. The acting really started to come into play. Yeah. Yes. And that's, that's what it seemed to me anyway, was why Brett kind of got the Hart family nod uh, by Vince to be like the number one dude. And obviously after the Montreal screw job, Brett goes over to WCW and Owen gets the large contract. And of course we know how, uh, how that all turned out, but in an incredible documentary and another reminder that there are a lot of people who are quite upset with Vince. I mean this, I, I think if anything comes out of this series has been eye opening to how, much Vince doesn't give a shit about uh, his performers. His uh, bottom line is money. Period. And right. the fact the fact that they wrestled, they if you if you're not familiar with the Owen Hart story, he essentially spoiler alert he died in the ring after yes. a stunt went wrong. 
He fell from the rafters, died in the yes. ring, and they continued the show. They announced that's what's so fucked is they still that is an active crime scene and they still wrestle oh, that's a good point. in that in that ring. Un fucking believable. Let's yeah. debate that. I, I am definitely down to debate that. So oh. uh, Owen Hart, uh, he falls from the rafters, has been explained, uh, as has been explained, as Katie was talking, <laughs> uh, explaining it. His chin, just to give a graphic image in your mind, his chin hit the turnbuckle. So you can imagine what happens, like the end of Final Destination, I think it's three, the neck is broken, and he's lying in the ring dressed as the Blue Angel. And JR freaks out. Everyone's like, this is not part of the show. The audience yeah. obviously knew this was not part of the show because he's a human being and he fell 40 feet. Do you think that the show... Okay, so we have the adage, the show must go on. Mm -hmm. Do you think that Owen Hart would have been fine with the show going on? Yes, it must have been a no. trip. To wrestle in that ring, that's one way to put it. It must have been very bizarre to wrestle in that ring that you just saw your friend die in. And, of course, these wrestlers are very close, or at the very least, they've known each other for many years. Yeah. Do you think that Owen Hart would have been okay with that, or do you think that Owen would have taken that as a massive insult? And this is me from my from the back room in my house, sitting here comfortably yes. with arm's length relationship with the wrestling and in, in, uh, wrestling scene. I absolutely do not think he would be okay with that because he also struck me as someone from this documentary and from this documentary only really. Uh, he struck me as someone yeah. that had a fantastic moral compass when it comes to family priorities. Uh, yeah. The, his, his family grew up in the business. Yeah. He knows right from wrong. He knows the things that he experienced growing up when, when, his family was still figuring out how to how to live and work in this industry and balance that whole thing. So I do not think at all he would have been okay with that show continuing. As a performer, the one thing that you always remember is the audience that paid a, a ticket price. And you humble yourself to that. It's, a, it's an unbelievable compliment to have people pay to see you perform. I could see. Now, I think his wife has said that he would have been upset, so that is what it is. I don't know. You don't know because he was also yeah. extremely loyal to the wrestling business, extremely loyal to the wrestling guys. And this is a shot for a lot of other people in that pay-per-view. I believe Triple H had a great match. It was a big night for a lot of other wrestlers. So I could see myself. I'm not, I'm, I guess I, you can't speak for Owen, but I could see myself saying, you know what? I, I, I'm not coming back. Owen ain't coming back. And what are you going to do then? Just shut it all down. The lights go up by audience. There could have been a freaking riot. Vince could have had a riot on his hands. When you have 60,000 people who paid a ticket, all of a sudden you're going to cancel the show. And then all the other wrestlers are already devastated, obviously by the death, but now you don't even have the ability to go in and do your art. I don't disagree with Vince McMahon's decision to keep the show going. It's a hard choice. It is a difficult choice, but we got a lot of money on the line and the industry. It's like the most aggressive 
it's just a very aggressive theater production. Um, and I don't oh, know yeah. if if Hamilton goes on, if one of the main characters dies on stage, they might close that down. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I am very conflicted because as someone who watched that pay-per-view on my stomach eating cereal at my friend's house, <laughs> I was very happy that it went on. I'm very, I was very happy it continued. Now, of course, we weren't privy to the fact that he had died. Uh, we didn't know sure. that until a little bit later on, but it wasn't that far. We did learn that within the parameters of the pay-per-view. You pay- learned pay that per-view. within the show. That's what blows my mind. I was just like, I, I was just like, holy shit. I don't know. I, I, it's a tough decision. I don't think it was a decision that Vince made lightly. It's also a decision. Oh, it's one hundred percent a decision he made lightly. He's like, yeah, he'll be fine. Oh, he'll I, walk see, it off. You are so crazy when it comes to Vince. Yes, he's he is a cold-hearted snake. Look into his eyes. Mm-hmm. Like Paul Abdul would tell you. But he still has loyalty to his performers to some degree. He is not a monster. It couldn't have been the easiest decision for him to make. And when you're a leader and you have all like this isn't there's a lot, obviously, that goes into a pay-per-view production, especially in the 90s. It wasn't as easy as it was as it is today. Right. I don't know. I think that Vince probably in the given the hindsight of history maybe it doesn't look good but you have to think in the moment it definitely it certainly doesn't stand the test of time but in (laughs) that moment i think vince made the best call for his wrestlers and the company yeah i i it's hard i mean it's it is hard it is hard to say because you are you don't know what i don't know you don't know what's unfolding in real time, so he clearly made a call. But if it were me in that chair, knowing what we know now, obviously doesn't really apply to the scenario. I would have, I would have quickly said, uh, "Everyone, take a fucking powder until we figure out what the fuck is going on." And if that powder costs me, like royalty, yeah, if that powder costs me, you know, two hundred fifty thousand dollars or however much millions of dollars, maybe millions, uh, then fine, like. At least you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it, this whole scenario just falls in line with all of the other with the with the pattern that we've seen from Dark Side of the Ring of like this insane event happens. Vince stays the course instead right. of tries to uh, do the right thing. He just does what he was already intending on doing regardless, and uh, and now. You know, X amount of years later, we look back on it and go like, well, that was a major fuck up, wasn't it? (laughs) Well, that's the question. Was it or wasn't it? The jury is the people that that are listening right now. Kind of fun. What's our email address, Katie? Kind of fun LPN at gmail.com. Kind of fun LPN at gmail.com. Check out kind of fun LPN at gmail.com. Shoot us an email. What do you think? Is it right that Vince went along with the show? and continued the entertainment. Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit caron.org slash lost. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I think if Vince stopped the show, he would have also had to admit some kind of fault. He would have had to admit that a mistake was made. They go into this in Dark Side of the Ring. Owen Hart did not particularly care for heights, despite the fact that he was a high flyer. Mm-hmm. It's a big difference from being doing a doing a moonsault off, you know, the turnbuckle, top turnbuckle, and falling from the ceiling. And dropping in from the rafters, yeah. No one said, no other wrestler said that they would have done that stunt. Yeah. Every wrestler said that stunt was too dangerous because they didn't have the right equipment. Apparently, Vince didn't use... The creme de creme, the best people that should have set up this the, high wire. The carabiner, act. yeah, yeah. Um, so Vince is at fault. The carabiner that she like, yeah, the carabiner that she shows in the documentary. My jaw dropped. Like I've worked. It's one that you Rickers. get it. You get it at a Seven Eleven. You buy it for two bucks. Not. It is not for carrying a two hundred and fifty pound man at all. It's for carrying keys. It looks like. Yeah, no, it definitely was right by, you know, the uh, the recharger. It was right by, like, where they would have a lighter. It's like, oh, and I'll buy this as well. Some, maybe a gift for my father I don't speak with anymore because it happens to be Father's Day, and I'll send this to him to try to mend the bridge or try to mend the relationship with this beautiful bridge um, product. It's when it, so Vince is at fault. It's just, yes. it's it's very difficult uh, to know what uh, what Owen would have wanted. Yeah. Because you look at Mick Foley, I think Foley would have been fine. The show would go on. I think that that's what Foley would want. He would give a thumbs up from the grave. Uh, he would have his toothless smile as they put sand over him. And uh, and as we stare at his tombstone, I think that he would be happy with it. So how are we supposed to know if Owen wouldn't feel the same as Mick? Because you know the brotherhood, you know the fraternity and the sorority of these wrestlers. They are. They all take a, a massive amount of pain, and they expect the show to go on. I don't know. I know his wife isn't happy about it. That's for damn sure. All I'm saying is that if I die in the ring, y'all better stop the show and figure out what the fuck just happened. We're going to have to see what ticket sales are, Katie. We have got a lot of work to do. Why can't we just continue on and then figure out it in post? You know that movie Snake Eyes with Nicolas Cage. We'll get a little detective on it. We'll get Nick Cage on it. He'll go look at all the camera angles and we'll figure out, you know, why did you die? What happened? I mean, they didn't stop. They didn't stop the show when uh, when uh, Jerry Lawler had a heart attack. He could have died. They didn't. And that was terrifying. That was terrifying, too. Well, it is. But I think the rule is they just don't stop the damn show. I mean, if if they if really they don't. were doing a wrestle, if they had a pay per view in World Trade Center seven, World Trade Center Easy. Tower two, Easy. they would have been like, "Well, we're staying on the fiftieth floor. CM Punk is coming up next." Uh it would have. It's 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 a it's a messy business. It's nasty. But if I die on national television and uh, at a pay per view, I would I I'm gonna go on the record and say, "Stop the show." Uh, let everybody go home. 
and or go to the bar. You know what? Stop the show. Open the bar and just let everyone have a fucking make up for the ticket sales that way. See? There. Yeah, but then so. everyone is just going to be mad at you. It's like when you commit yeah, suicide jumping in front drinks. of a subway track. No one cares about the person who committed suicide when they jump in front of a subway train here in New York because you just stopped you just stopped everything. So yeah. now it's like screw you. I wish you would I'm I'm not upset that you're dead. I'm happy. I'm I'm upset that you messed with my day. I know. So now but all of a sudden oh, we have to stop the, the wrestling. My child's dreams and fantasies of seeing the fiend wrestle in a main event are now over because Katie <laughs> Dirk died saw in the ring. <laughs> All because of Katie Dirk's ego, where, oh, she yeah. died. Stop the presses. Stop oh, yeah. wrestling. Yes. You stop wrestling. All the attention <laughs> goes on me, more so than it just was. I want everyone to know that I, something has gone wrong that was most likely not my fault. <laughs> That's up for debate. You never know. Some of these wrestlers die of their, their own fault, but in Owen Hart's case. There's nothing he could have done about that. <laughs> He was one of those guys who never wanted to say no to a gimmick. And you are correct. The Hart family, it is a bizarre relationship between the McMahons yeah. and the Hearts. Bizarre. Yeah. There's so many things that have happened in that in the Hart family, even present day, even right. with like up to Natty and her husband, uh, Tyson. Tyson broke his neck wrestling mm -hmm. for the WWE. He could have sued WWE in wrongful, like, everything yeah uh, uh but he didn't and they still have a working relationship with the wwe now tyson works for wwe well he's not paralyzed no but like he can't wrestle anymore to no fault it's not his fault uh i like, don't know i don't how did he how did he break his neck was it was it a mistake did he get pile drived much like owen hart pile drives uh steve austin what happened was it an I, in the ring accident in all honesty i <laughs> I'd have to go back and like fact check myself, but I know he broke his neck and I know that it easily could have been a WWE lawsuit and they went back and forth and there was, he was suing at one point and they settled and then it went, it kept going back and forth and now he's working for WWE. See, they gave uh, him a and job. And it's been a point of contention. It's been a, like, <laughs> it, but that they gave him a job just to like keep it, <laughs> yes. keep it quiet, keep it moving. Like that's how they operate. I'm not going to, I'm not saying it's not going to be a point of contention. It's going to be some drama. <laughs> yeah. But yes, we'll see. Anyway, check out Dark Side of the Ring, uh, the Owen Hart story. There's a lot to unpack. It is real heartbreaking. He did seem like a great guy and a family man. And again, after Brett left, he was the heart of that family in the WWE. Uh, they were making a push. I think it was a little insulting to even make him the Blue Angel, quite honestly. He didn't particularly oh, care yeah. for the gimmick. It was kind of a throwback gimmick, um, especially during the Attitude Era. I think they kind of used that to make him look a little corny. Um, mm -hmm. But anyway, so check out that documentary. I mean, in Jericho, Jericho had a great point that he, when he passed away in 99, that was, that was on just right before everything really started to take off for WWE. Right. Like it was right before all of the all the chaos that everyone looks back with such nostalgia. So you're saying the wrestling gods needed a blood sacrifice and that blood sacrifice oh. much like the film um <laughs> oh my god it it came out last year. It's a great movie. It's very scary. People are jumping off of rocks. It's uh oh my god what's the name of that movie? This is a portion of the show called Oh my god what's the name of that movie? It's a classic Ben Kissel segment. 
It was very successful. I'm terrible at this game. Oh, <laughs> damn it, Katie. Everyone's screaming it. Midsummer, much like the movie Midsummer, where they sacrifice the elderly by having them jump off of a large cliff. Perhaps the wrestling yeah, gods needed Owen Hart to sacrifice himself for the WWE to thrive. Well, speaking of Jericho, <laughs> let's talk about AEW Double or Nothing Part 2. I am immensely excited about this card. So, number one, we got the AEW TNT Championship. This is, of course, Cody versus Lance Archer with a little bit of a special guest referee. You might remember WrestleMania 13. This guy has some practice. Mike Tyson is going to be involved in this match. I cannot wait to see what the baddest man on the planet brings to the wrestling world once again. AEW is just fun right now. They're fun. Like it's not it's not work to watch AEW. No. I feel like when I watch Raw, I'm just surviving. Like I'm just like it is noise that's happening with no real stakes. It's just kind of a thing that's going on. Like this week's Raw, they didn't wrestle for the first 30 minutes of the show. I there know. was no wrestling. And if there was, I wasn't paying attention to they it. They gotta it wasn't stop worth it, man. Three hours is too long. I don't. I know that's their contract and everything, go. but three hours is a doozy of a time. Oof. It's but AEW is fun. It's just fun to watch, and they're doing fun stuff, and they're creative, and they've got they've got a billionaire's playground to play in, which and is like, a football. They're stadium. using it. So Cody yeah. versus Lanch, let's let's make all the incorrect uh, inferences here that we possibly can when it comes to who is going to win the AEW TNT Championship. This will be the first winner of the TNT Championship. I'm going to sort of a, th- I'm going to say this is sort of like the Intercontinental title in the 90s. Yeah. This is going to be the second tier, but a very important title, that's don't fair. you think? Yeah, that's fair. I compare to that. <laughs> okay, Cody versus Lance Archer with the added component of Mike Tyson. Candy, what are you thinking? Ooh, What's okay. Tyson's role going to be? He's not going to be there just as I can be. I think that Mike Tyson is going to interfere in the match, obviously. I okay. feel like we can all agree on that. I think we can agree I feel on like that. He's, yeah, I feel like he's going to interfere, and I think... On the heel side of things, I think Lance Archer is going to win. And Cody continues to lose, building Cody's baby face. So you think that Tyson is going to help out Lance in order to get the title? Yeah. Yeah, I do. All right. Well, I can't disagree with that. I feel like that's so wrong. I also feel like it's so wrong. The only (laughs) thing that I could see is Tyson starting a feud with Jake the Snake outside of the ring. Because Jake yeah, the Snake is obviously, he's with Lance. Uh, he's in. He's doing great for Jake the Snake. Happy that Jake is alive and well. Mm-hmm. I could see Tyson going in the way or going down the road of helping Cody because Cody's the man. And what do we know about Tyson? Tyson is known to be a turncoat. We all thought that he was going to be with Shawn Michaels, and the next thing you know, he's helping out Stone Cold Steve Austin. This yep. one, I don't think he's really picked its side. But what does Tyson want? He wants that money. Who's got that money? Cody. I would not be surprised if Tyson gets paid off by Cody Rhodes. There's a scuffle between Jake the Snake and Tyson at some point. Cody ends up 
perhaps some shenanigans. Maybe a chair is used, an uh, an illegal object is used. Lance Archer goes down. Tyson turns around. One, two, three. Cody is the first TNT champion in AEW. That's what I would predict. That's what I'm going to go with. So you got Lance. I got Cody. We'll see who's right next week. All right. I could totally see it being Lance. I love Lance. I just don't know if Cody... uh, Egos are very real, and they're more real than ever in the kayfabe world of professional wrestling. I don't think Cody wants to drop it to this dude. I think they pushed him and pushed him. But I think push comes to shove. Cody is going to want to beat Lance Archer. I think, yeah. I I mean, yes. Storytelling, yes, of course he wants to beat Lance Archer. Uh, for beating up his brother and like going well, he was very mean to his brother. He was very mean to his brother, but in, in the way they're telling it right now is that Lance is unstoppable. He is the one man that no, he is the he is the fucking he's the Goldberg. He's the Goldberg. Yeah, he's the Goldberg. <laughs> he's, he's the Goldberg. I mean, but he doesn't he's, hurt everyone in the ring, uh, so he's different than Goldberg in that sense. <laughs> he's he's unstoppable. So, so what is Cody gonna do to to take down Lance? I don't know. I think he's going to think that Mike is going to help him, but Mike's gonna be like, "Nah, brah, I'm a bad guy." Because I don't know the mind. Mike, I don't know the mind of Mister Tyson. Try to Mike's get gonna be Mike. Mike is always gonna be Mike, and hopefully, he brings some pigeons to the ring. All right. Well, let's talk about a match that is not. It's the this is a middle card match. Might even be the first match of the night. But again, that is how great this lineup is. Yeah. MJF versus Jungle Boy. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> I love it. I, lo- I'm rooting I love for, this. I'm rooting for Jungle Boy, not just because he's, uh, you know, he's the late great son of a wonderful 90s actor. Um, mm-hmm. But just, I just love Jungle Boy. I love MJF. I'm rooting for Jungle Boy. If I had to predict a winner, <sighs> assholes finish first. Nice guys finish last, and why I'm thinking this, MJF. Why? Why does that always happen? I don't know why it does, but it <laughs> seems to. Um, I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna take the other side of this, and I'm gonna say we're gonna win one for the good guys this week, and Jungle Boy is gonna gonna take it. All right, Jungle Boy on Katie's side, MJF on mine. I no matter what, this match is gonna be so much fun. Jungle Boy. He is another great example of how a, a WWE, NXT, I'll include them in this. They wouldn't know what the hell to do with this guy. No. He's scrawny. No, no, no. It's like a weird character. He's straight out of the movie Bloodsport. You're like, what the hell is this dude? Mm-hmm. Jungle Boy? What kind of name is that? But it just works. He he yeah. works. And he's like a little heartthrobby. He like, is a little adorable. heartthrobby. He's adorable. Like, you're just like, you... Should be on the cover of Teen Bop magazine. Yeah, a lot of ladies want his whole body inside of them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jungle Boy versus MJF. Another great match. We also have Dr. Britt Baker versus Chris Chris Statlander. This yeah. has been getting a lot of heat. They've been doing a good job with this feud. Uh, apparently, Dr. Britt Baker. Now, how kayfabe is this injury? I I don't know. It seemed like it was a pretty bad hit last night on uh, on Dynamite. Yeah. She took a pretty good hit in the corner on her knee, and 
she got, was getting checked out in the ring. It didn't seem kayfabe Like, it seemed legit. Um, so I hope she's fine. I don't have reports one way or the other. I haven't gotten anything confirmed on whether she's... If there's any changes. Right. Um, so I hope she's okay. But it, she took a nasty hit last night. She did. So we have we have uh, we have husband James coming in, bringing us some new information. Apparently, with Doctor Britt Baker, it is a potentially serious knee injury that is not kayfabe. So we will see what happens between the dentist and the alien. The alien being Chris Statlander. If I have to choose who I'm going to go with in this match, I don't like these dentists. They just mess with your teeth, and they, and they make you cry, and then you bleed all over your mouth, and then you sound like an idiot, and then and then someone puts that on TikTok. And next thing you know, everyone's laughing at you. I'm going with the alien Chris Statlander on this one. I like how split we are because I'm going Britt Baker on this one. If she's a well and, and wrestling, I'm going to go Britt. What kind of psycho supports the dentist? She's I know. Isaac I Yankum in to. real life. She, the fact that they're trying to make her a face and be like, she's a doctor. I'm like, she's not a doctor. She's a dentist. That's like being like, I'm a chiropractor. Can I please be let into this um, brain science, brain surgery? It's like, no, you're a chiropractor. All you do is hurt people. All she does is destroy mouths. I know. And Chris Statlander, so what do aliens do? Aliens destroy lives. I know, but but Britt Baker's really good at it. She's such a good heel. I think she's so fun. Yeah. All right. All right. We'll see what happens. So far, we're going to have quite a feud on next week's episode to see what mm-hmm. happens. Sticking with the women, AEW Women's Championship. This should be interesting. They have a champion in AEW. She's about the size of Nia Jax. But for some reason, it's it's a different. they treat her differently. Then WWE treats Nia Jax in the sense that they really do push that Nyla Rose is damn near unbeatable. Yeah. Nyla Rose is going against Hikuro Shida in a no DQ, no countout match. And I am pretty excited to see what these badass bitches end up doing to each other because that shit could get violent. I mean, these are two uh, skill for skill. They're not skill matched like uh Right. Sheeta is a better uh, wrestler, uh, technically, but uh, Nyla Rose has so much going for her just in character alone that she's so fun to watch. And she's really learned to come into her own um, in cutting these promos. Like, she's gotten so good at just being this badass that you're like, you do yep. not want to fuck with this chick. I'm horrified of Nyla Rose, which is why I think she's going to win this match. Uh, I don't, I don't uh, feel any envy to be in this match. If I'm Sheeta, I'm like sheeting my pants. Hello, I, I'll be here all weekend at the at the funny at the funny foot uh, in uh, Des Moines. I just feel like Nyla is going to uh, have a breakout night. She's already the champ. I don't see why they take the strap off of her. She's pretty dominant. I don't, I don't. I just don't see how Sheeta wins, even though it's a no DQ, which I guess kind of levels levels the playing field a little bit. But I think it's going to be such a good match. I think this is the one technically like uh, wrestle. I'm excited about all of these. Like I'm excited about the Moxley one that we'll talk about. But I think this one on the card could be kind of the sleeper one that ever yep. that turns everybody's head a little bit. I totally agree. Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. 
It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit CARON.org slash lost. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Well, let's get to that. Let's talk about, uh, well, also we have Dustin Rhodes versus Sean Spears. Another sort of middle card match in this case. Obviously, Dustin was supposed to retire, but oh my God, it's a stunner. Um, he's not. What? He came back. I know. Everyone's very surprised. What? Wrestlers are liars? Retirement no. matches are just so stupid. I don't even know why we do them anymore. Why even go down that road? Uh, Sean Spears, he's actually kind of enjoyed what he did this past week with with Sean NN, Sean News Network, called out Dusty Rhodes. This match will be fine. Uh, I expect it to be a professional match. This one to me is a this is a classic. Is, is it is it mean to say filler? No, I don't think so. I mean, it's it's a it's a good match on an already great card. So no, yeah. I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's that. I think it's, I think that's fair. And I think the winner here is going to be uh, Sean Spears. I hope honestly, I hope it is because Dustin Rhodes. He's got more good days behind him than in front of him, and just push Sean Spears. I think he's a good wrestler, and let's see what he can do. You and I are on the same page with this one. Yeah, we think. I think. I think that's. And then we could even set it up for another like Cody thing. Yeah, sure. Know, could be. There's there's storylines. There's plenty of storylines to play with in this one. A, a bountiful, a bountiful, bountiful harvest. Is the word I was looking for. Yes, there is a a storyline a bounty, uh, when it comes to what they can do. So, and I think Sean Spears has underrated mic skills. I think he's really good on the mic, and I think he's a yeah. really good performer, and. Uh, and he's got basically everything that a good wrestler needs. All right. Let's talk about Matt Hardy and the Elite versus the Inner Circle in a match that has never been seen before. It is a two-ring match. It's This match to me is the one you pay for. This is the one that you're paying for yes. to me. It's called the Stadium Stampede match. Obviously, falls count anywhere. No DQ. There's still, for some reason, tags. It is a tag match, but it's like, if there's no DQ, who like, cares? who cares? It's not, it's gonna, it's gonna turn into a colossal, gigantic fist shit show. Um, I am excited for Matt Hardy and the Elite to go against the Inner Circle, obviously led uh, by Jericho. We saw the return of the Young Bucks, and we also oh. saw the return of Hangman Page. Adam Hangman Page. Now, there's a lot of speculation, of course, that Adam Hangman Page is going to side with the elite Matt Hardy. (laughs) Versus the inner circle. My prediction is we have ourselves a turncoat. At the end of this, Hangman Page is a member of the inner circle. Maybe. I'm going to say maybe. Maybe? That's going to be maybe. But maybe. And the reason I say this is because... I feel like they're going to want to hang on to the turn for a live audience. 
but they might not have a live audience for another year. I know, I know. I don't I'm know. Hoping. Maybe I they live, do so that's that. That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> maybe is the maybe is the optimal word when it comes to the stadium stampede match. Ah. Is it too obvious though? Cuz also the Bucks like to keep you guessing. Is it too obvious? I don't know. It's also exciting. It this is, is the tough one to, to say. me that's worth the 50 bucks or whatever it is to for the pay-per-view. If I'm Sammy Guevara, I don't want Adam Page to be in the uh in the inner circle cuz I think Sammy's the number 2 guy right now. Yeah. And Hangman Page obviously takes that. He's going to take the pretty cake away from Sammy Guevara. Or do they treat Page like they did Sting? Does Paige not choose a side within the elite or the inner circle and just be AEW? No. Does he just, does he just, well, we'll remember at the end of Dynamite this past Wednesday, Paige just walked off. He didn't hang out with Hardy and the boys. He just walked away on his own. He's a free agent. And if things go, you know, you never know what the inner circle is working on behind the scenes right now. They they have a lot to offer. You got Jericho in your corner. You got the you got a mass. You got a goat being the head of uh, the inner circle. Obviously, Matt Hardy. He's another goat. But I know you can have more than you can have more than one greatest of all times. Um, I don't know. I I could easily see this going either way or Hangman Page just going it alone, and that's going to be what he does. Almost like how Sting hung out in the rafters uh, for damn near a year, not choosing sides between the NWO and the WCW. I don't know. I don't know how to pick on this one. Who I would you – do you want to see the Elite and Matt Hardy or the Inner Circle win? I want to see the Elite win because I love all of them, but I also love Jericho. So I'm just excited you're going with for the, this you're match. Going, no, you have I'm to gonna... – you, you're going with the elite, Kate. Is that what you want? To- I want everyone to win. Oh my God! This is you and your. I want the nice guy, Lee, Kate. You have to make a choice. I'm gonna go elite. I'm going elite all day, and I feel like I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get um, my heart broken, <laughs> but I'm okay with it because it's gonna be a good match regardless. So I'm just excited for everyone to win. Obviously, I'm going inner circle because I love bloated Blodico, Jericho, bloated Jericho. Damn. Uh, I love him. I think he's he's busted out of his vest, having a good time, and can still and can still move fairly well. So that no matter what, again, that is going to be taking place all over Jaguar Stadium. Two rings are going to be set up on the fifty yard line, and it's just going to be it's going to be awesome. And that's one I of the cool tell. unique things. Yeah, it's one of the cool unique things that we do get with this no crowd world that we're living in. People being creative, like they did with Money in the Bank. And now with this, I think it's just really creative. And no matter what, it's going to be a hell of a match. Um, And then almost to the AEW World Championship. But before that, we have another match that I am super excited about. The winner of this match will get a title shot at the AEW World Championship. This is a tag team, or this is a ladder match. I have never seen so many people in a ladder match. It's Darby. Yeah, it's going to be bananas too. It's going to be insane, and the and the people are these are all big hitters. Darby Allen, mm-hmm. Colt Cabana, Orange Cassidy, Ray Phoenix, Scorpio Sky, Kip Saban, Frankie Kazarian, 
Luchasaurus, and a mystery competitor. Ooh, who's it going to be? I am putting my name down. Rusev Day. It will be Rusev Day in AEW. I think Rusev is the mystery partner. I think they beat the hell or the mystery uh, wrestler. I think they beat the hell out of each other. I think Rusev ends up becoming the number one contender immediately. They give him a huge push. And that is my prediction when it comes to the casino ladder match. I'm not mad at that. I think that's. I mean, unless it's going to be Gulak, but I don't think it'll be Gulak. No. No. I mean, looking at the looking at the people that were just recently cut, the timing works out. We're about two months removed from like bloody or like six weeks removed from that bloody Friday or yeah. whatever it was. Um, I feel like somebody from that 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 hacking that happened at WWE. Uh, I feel like someone. I think you're. Mo- I think you're right. I think we'll get. We're gonna get a good. I hope we get a good surprise. It's gonna be a, a good, surprise. I mean, it's gonna be. It's got to be a good surprise. Yeah. If it's not Rusev, I guess who else do you think is the best free agent? I'm trying to rack my head around like who would have the carte blanche to be billed as like a mystery guest, you know? Because it tends to be someone who is already established. We're gonna have to know who they are immediately. You know, yeah. we're not gonna have. It's not gonna be like a who the hell is that moment. Yeah. I can't think of anyone with more name recognition right now than than Rusev. That was cut. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I you. I mean, everyone is always going to go back to like the CM Punk. Well, oh um, sure, but now but, isn't he still under? So what is the CM the CM Punk contract is so confusing. So he is an employee of Fox, not of WWE, but he does the WWE shows. Like backstage and stuff. Uh, he does an occasional appearance on backstage, um, which started really great and now isn't that great. <laughs> no, because now he's just a. Honestly, I don't. I didn't grow up in the CM Punk era, so I kind of yeah. only know him as a bitch. And I apologize to everyone. <laughs> I've seen some of his yeah. matches, and I get it. I actually get it though. He's he's great. I totally get it. It's just yeah. he rebelled against the establishment in a whinier way. Then when Stone Cold did it with the beer truck, and again, I am 38 years old. I understand that, but I just like the way that Stone Cold did it better than CM Punk. I mean, that's that's a fair assessment. He didn't leave. He didn't like. He didn't leave unscathed. But he also had good reasons for some of the stuff that he did. I don't agree with the way he handled most of the way of his exit, but whatever. Right, uh, right. The stuff that he's capable of doing was so good and so fun. Um, I, I like, yeah. but at the same time, look, we know that there's money on the line. We know that there are deep pockets on both sides yep. of this, of, of, of this wrestling. And we know that for a long time, CM Punk has been a wild card. He tried to, he, he said he swore off wrestling, but now it's a money game. Now it's who's going to pay me the most to show up when and where. Um, we know that Tony Khan has chased him, uh, for previous pay-per-views. Yep. We know that. In order to stop him, Vince McMahon uh, paid him to do backstage or whatever. Whether he wants to say, "Oh, it's I'm not WWE, it's Fox," right, like bullshit. Right. Exactly. We all we see where the bodies are buried. We're not idiots, right? Uh, at the end of the day, it's money. So if there's money on the line, and I'm a free agent, I'm gonna go where the money is. If he wants to wrestle, 
if he wants to wrestle. I don't know if he does. And like, let's be honest. If if he's gonna walk in anywhere, he is going to get a pop just by opening the door. He doesn't even really have to wrestle at this point. He's gonna get he's gonna get paid just to show up and get that get the eyeballs. Yeah, I do think he's been more of a Comic Con character now than a professional wrestler. Um For when sure. it comes to the cons. But and lastly, so I'm thinking Rusev. Uh, maybe CM Punk, who knows? Crazier things have happened. AEW World Championship. P- speaking of ex-WWE wrestlers, John Moxley, champion versus Brody Lee. What do you got? This one, I am, I'm excited about this whole card, but I'm excited to see what these two dudes can do specifically. A battle of the burned. I like this. Yeah. I, I like, I'm into it. Absolutely. So who do you got? John Moxley, he's been cutting some kick-ass promos. Yeah. Brody Lee, the exalted one, getting a massive push. His matches have been good. I'm going Moxley on this one. Um and you know still. what? I am I am inclined to go with you. I but. wonder what that would mean to Brody Lee. Does he need a championship? If he is already the exalted one, sometimes a title is almost as large as a championship. I mean, if you look at someone like Roddy Piper, that dude had like one, he had like an IC title once, mm-hmm. but he was such a huge character that everyone's like, yeah, Piper's so over. You don't got to put yeah. a strap on him. I'm not sure if Brody Lee is there to this point, but we are going to be in agreement. I might, it might make bad podcast or bad debate. I don't see John Moxley losing this match. Mox is fired up, ready to go. He's so good. And he's a good champion for the company. He is a good champion for the company. He's a sexy face. He's got a great voice. He's got a great look. Very well established. So I am going with Moxley as well. And if Brody Lee does win, I'll be fine with that as well. If he does, I think we're going to have, to use the term I've used before in this episode, shenanigans. From the exalted one, I th- it will not be a clean finish if no. Brody Lee wins. I don't think it'll be a clean finish. Um, but, but again, I do think I think Mox and the other the other reason I'm going with Mox in this is because I think what's nice that WWE seems to have at least or uh, AEW has tried to do is to protect a lot of it very very much in like a New Japan fashion. Protect the titles, protect the belts. So they're not going to put this belt on the line just to put the belt on the line. Um, they're right. gonna they're doing it for uh, you know a story fed reason, which is awesome. But I don't think that they're just going to hand it over. I don't think this is the one that Brody wins. Yeah, I agree with you. I think I we're agree. building towards it. Let's let's. This is the beginning of a story. I agree. I agree. Um, all right, everyone, check out AEW Double or Nothing this Saturday. It's on pay-per-view. If you have Sling, if you're like me and you texted all your friends, be like, how the hell do I get pay-per-view? Uh, it's on Sling. If you have Sling, um, that's my only advice. I'm sure you can get it elsewhere, but I don't know. Um, Bleacher Report, I think, is is also doing it. Oh, is Bleacher Report doing it? Awesome. So check that out. We'll be back next week with all the results. And uh, more breakdowns. I'm sure there'll be another Dark Side of the Ring episode. Who knows what's going to no, happen? No, that was the last one. That was the that finale. Was the fi- really? All right. Well, yeah. thankfully, wrestlers keep on dying. So uh, I think they'll have a lot of fodder for the future. It's an evergreen show, which is kind of sad. Really 
It's an evergreen show that uh, that all, all roads lead back to Vince making some sort of dishonorable uh, decision. The show must go on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting the show. And never forget, hail yourselves. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Hey mom, first things first, thank you. It's my one year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, Mom. Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.